Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I hope you had a great weekend and happy Tuesday. If you're listening on Tuesday, 4th of July, hopefully you're getting out with some family and friends, maybe grilling some good food and uh, just enjoying some nice weather. And um, hopefully you had a chance over the weekend to listen to my interview with Dr. Chris Kenobi. We touched on all about how seed oils and there's this link with the rise of seed oils and how it's become sort of this primary driver for obesity and chronic disease. Now, not everyone agrees with this, but Dr. Chris Kenobi has done a ton of research around it, and it's il- illustrated in his new book that came out, Ancestral Diet Revolution, and there's a link in the show notes for that book. Um, but we touched on all about the rise in this linoleic acid, which I'm going to touch more on today, and also how there you could have issues with eating pork and chicken. And how sugar might not be to blame for some of our health issues. So um, it is definitely an interesting take by Dr. Chris Kenobi. And you're starting to hear more and more about how this rise in seed oils, these vegetable oils, are, um, are could be one of the leading drivers for chronic disease. And so definitely check out episode 266 if you haven't already. And just to piggyback off my interview with Dr. Chris Kenobi, I'm going to go a little bit more into depth into seed oils. And it's interesting because um, he's been quoted as saying that vegetable oils represent the single greatest transformational change to the diet of mankind in all of history. They are the single greatest component of processed foods per calorie basis, which we know are devastating. So essentially, Dr. Kenobi's used a ton of research in, and, and has represented the fact that um, you know, vegetable oils were non-existent in the 1900s. And now they represent a third of our food supply. And so <clears throat> you've seen this rise in, 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 you know, this cheap cooking oil that originally started with like Crisco. And now it's become just a mainstream in not only, um, you know, not only the oils that we're cooking in, in these restaurants and when you're, you're taking out food and things like that and at homes, but also just in, in like, you can find them in healthier items as well. I mean, you know, you just go to Whole Foods, but you assume a lot of the stuff there is healthy. Well, you got to make sure you're reading the label because these seed oils are in everything. Now, obviously, if they're heated, that's when they're at their worst because they're unstable and they become inflammatory, um, which I'm going to touch on today. But vegetable oils uh, sort of are, can be used interchangeably with seed oils. And essentially, seed oils come from a seed of a plant. So that would be cottonseed, sunflower, sesame. Um, there's other oils that come from fruit which are coconut, palm, grape, or olive, and or avocado oil, which is better than the uh, ones that come from the, just the seed of a plant. So uh, you got to sort of um, pick and choose the oils that you're cooking in. Make sure, as I'll talk about today, that we want to focus on healthy saturated fats as opposed to um, these unsaturated polyunsaturated fatty acids that are coming in a lot of these seed oils. Um, so essentially, just to give you sort of a background on fatty fats and fatty acids, um, we have three main types of fats, right? We got saturated, monounsaturated, and polyunsaturated. Saturated fats are solid at room temperature and are the most stable fat. 
that's why you want to cook at them. Okay. Stable means they how easily the fats break down into potential toxic byproducts. So essentially, that's why you can cook in saturated fats because they're the most stable and heated in high temperature environments. If they're not stable, like polyunsaturated fats, they break down. And, and so there's also monounsaturated fats, which are liquid at room temperature and are more unstable than saturated fats. So examples of monounsaturated fats include olive oil, avocado oil, peanut oil, and canola oil. For the most part, like olive oil, you can cook in olive oil, but a lot of people recommend just drizzling it on your food or use it as a dressing. Avocado, same type of thing. You can cook. It's just not as stable as saturated fats are. So you're better off cooking in tallow, lard, butter, ghee, or coconut oil. Those are those are the those are the type of things you want to cook in. So if you go to a restaurant and you're getting scrambled eggs, ask them what they're cooking in, you know, or whatever you're getting. You know, a lot of times they don't even know, and 99 percent of the time it, they're cooking in some type of, um, you know, sunflower oil or soybean oil. Um, ask them to cook it in butter. I've done it plenty of times. So um, butter, tallow, ghee, and coconut oil, which would be like a vegan source, those are saturated. Those are mainly saturated fats. Monounsaturated fats would be your olive oil, avocado oil, peanut oil, or canola oil. Um, so we generally don't want to heat those oils. You can use them for dressings or potential dips. Um, and the ones we really don't want to cook in are the polyunsaturated fatty acids. These are liquid at room temperature as well, and they're the most unstable of the fats. Um, there's two types of PUFAs. There's omega-3 fatty acids and omega-6 linoleic acid. Typically, omega-3 fatty acids are anti-inflammatory, although there's some people in the bioenergetic viewpoint, like Jay Feldman, who I have interviewed, it was an interview that's coming up soon, who is not even a fan of omega-3 fatty acids. Um, and then there's omega-6 fatty acids, which are pro-inflammatory, and we know those have become more and more abundant in our food supply. So example of these seed oils are corn, safflower, sunflower, soybean, grapeseed, cottonseed. And so I would, you know, the recommended consumption of these, of linoleic acid, omega-6 is only about 0.5% of our caloric intake, you know, with a maximum of, let's just say 2%. So that's not a lot of our caloric intake. Um, so you, you'll hear a lot of people talk about how PUFAs are not ideal for what's called our cellular energy. Um, and cellular energies are like critical component for maintaining our health in front, um, regarding our cell membranes. So in excess, PUFAs are burned in the mitochondria of our cells and it cripples, leaves us tired, hungry, and prone to obesity. Now, it's, it's sort of a tough thing to wrap your arms around because it's, as I was saying with Dr. Chris Kenobi, it's somewhat of like a silent killer. You don't even know it's there. Um, you know, anything you get fried, obviously they're going to use these PUFAs, um, to cook in, you know, the sunflower, safflower coin, they're going to be, they're going to be frying it in this. So <clears throat> back in the day, I don't know the exact year when it changed over, but you know, like the fast food restaurants were cooking in tallow and then they sort of, they changed it over. Um, the rhetoric changed and a lot of money poured into these, these cheap uh, oils. And then they started cooking everything with them. And Dr. Chris Kenobi and, us, and myself talk about that during the interview. So I would say, first and foremost, 
Um, read the label. If you can cook for yourself, use tallow, lard, butter, ghee, coconut oil to cook in. And just limit your amount of polyunsaturated fatty acids that you're getting. If there's a little bit in a dressing or in some type of food every once in a while, that's fine. But if you're eating out every day or, or cooking in these seed oils every day or every other day, I would just try to cut that back as much as you can. And so that's what I want to touch on today. The differences between saturated, mono, and poly, and sort of piggyback my interview with Dr. Chris Kenobi and give you a little bit of background there. So hopefully that helps. And I hope you're enjoying these micro podcasts. If you have any questions, feel free to email me, brian at briangrin.com. If you're loving the, the podcast, would love a five-star review and get and maybe share it out to a friend or family member who would think it'll help. Um, I'm obviously on all listening platforms. And if you like to watch on YouTube, here I am on YouTube. Um, so I typically do like to watch a lot of interviews on YouTube and all of my interviews and the micros are on there as well. So anyways, thanks a lot for listening. Check out my new book, Stepladder System. And, um, you can find that on my website or stepladdersystem.com. So have a great rest of the day and look out on Friday for another great interview. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.